Living the Earth Cover Story podcast series in association with theindicast.com. My name is Abhishek and uh, we record this podcast at a time when uh, all of India is under lockdown and uh, we wish all our listeners well. The focus of uh, this issue is Indian automakers and their future. Joining me on the call to talk about her cover is Forbes India's Jasodhara Banerjee. Hi, thank you for joining in. Hello Abhishek, thank you for calling. Last year, the automotive automotive sector was hurt big time for a variety of reasons and now we are under a lockdown on account of covid-19 so how is the sector faring before we even dive into the story right so to begin with we had planned this issue of course way before the covid-19 pandemic spread so right now the situation that we find ourselves in is very different from the context in which uh, this these articles were planned However when we had spoken to various uh, experts in the industry they were still uncertain of how things would pan out because it was not clear about how the cases would increase in India or in other countries like they have in the last 17 days it has, the spread has been sharp and it has spread wide so obviously the situation now is very different from even 2 weeks ago what we have uh, news reports of uh, in the recent few days is that several automakers are planning or already have closed some of their manufacturing facilities this is of course in line with the the lockdown requirements when we had spoken to experts while doing the story of course at that time the concern was whether china would be up again by the middle or end of march and whether production and distribution from auto companies and auto ancillary companies those who manufacture spare parts and various other parts for different kinds of cars if they would be up and running by the middle or end of march but now that we are towards the end of march we see that china is probably beginning to get back on a path of recovery but the rest of the world and especially india is now in uncertain times so yes going forward the next uh, month is really up in the air we don't really know how things are going to pan out we do hope that the industry that had suffered significantly last year that in the second half of this year things would pick up and get better right and we may bounce back a little stronger over time including the sector uh, perhaps with that in mind when you did this uh, cover what did you set out to uh, discover what what was the brief and what's this package about overall there is a lot of things happening in the indian automotive sector and this is regardless of the present uh, crisis that covid-19 has brought upon us and the rest of the world but obviously after this current crisis is over and we emerge from it the factors that uh, we have discovered and explored in the stories of this package they remain in place i mean they might get delayed in implementation or they might get pushed by some months but these factors of course remain and the reason we had set out to do this package is because there simply is a lot of things that are happening in the automotive sector the slowdown has been one factor significant one last year but there are various things taking place uh, all of which are positives going forward and we wanted to explore the kind of changes that these factors would bring about 
in the industry and for consumers as well you have a story with the headline the big shift where you talk about uh, uh, bharat stage 6 emission norms uh, which have come into action could you give a brief background about what that means uh, to both industry and the consumer and why is it in your words and i quote that it is good for the environment but with the rising costs it will bring its timing may dampen the mood for the industry so bharat stage 6 or bs6 as we call it is uh, a new emission standard that the industry is adopting again before the covid-19 crisis had taken place it was to be implemented from the 1st of april now to be honest i am not in a position to say whether this is on track because of the ongoing situation right now why bs6 is good is because it um, dramatically cuts nitrogen dioxide in the air and it cuts down on sulfur now these are pollutants that are dangerous and given the fact that india is one of the largest car markets in the world the pollution levels that cars cause especially in urban areas is significantly high about in 2016 there was a supreme court directive that the government would have have to adopt very strict emission norms in order to cut vehicular pollution especially in urban areas in india what has happened and what the auto industry has managed to do is make this shift in a span of just 3 years whereas in europe where the, this standard of emission norms are already in place this shift takes place over say 5 or 6 years india had bs4 standard emission norms which were implemented in 2017 we di- directly jumped from bs4 to bs6 now this was done because the government decided that we will have to change to a far cleaner fuel and far higher emission norms in uh, a shorter span of time in as quick a time frame as possible so that we can cut down on emissions drastically and also because if the country was to first go from bs4 to bs5 and then bs5 to bs6 it would mean that the oil companies would have to change their refining processes twice where the industry is concerned it means enormous amounts of money to be invested in research and development of new products and these products mean basically you just need new engines the diesel engines for passenger cars for uh, motorbikes and two wheelers for light commercial vehicles for heavy commercial vehicles everything has to change you need a new engine you need a new exhaust system that um, reduces the amount of pollution it is letting out into the air and then the software part is basically the fuel so the refining companies the oil refining companies they have to upgrade their refining processes so that the fuel that they are producing is far less polluting they have far less content of sulfur and that the pollution and the emissions that it will cause it will have far less amount of nitrous oxides in them right and and how are uh, the indian automakers uh, equipped to handle this change given that uh, there is a lot of money involved and also uh, the time that it will take to switch gears right so different automakers have approached this differently all of them obviously are willing and they are all uh, on board where changing to bs6 is concerned there is no other alternative but the approach they have taken is different for each car manufacturer 
so for example maruti had initially mentioned that it would be doing away with its diesel uh, variants across all its car models and that they would only have petrol variants the reason for this is manufacturing bs6 compliant diesel engines is simply more expensive and if you are going to pass that cost on to consumers which all car manufacturers will do anyway the cost of the car especially the small cars they will go up so much that it is not economically viable anymore for either the car maker or the car consumer so that is why maruti had initially said that they will do away with all diesel variants and only focus on petrol variants however uh, in the recent past they have also said that they will sort of adopt a wait and watch approach over the next one year to see what kind of demand there is for diesel variants and maybe from next year they might launch diesel variants again so volkswagen is adopting a policy by which it is not launching any new diesel variants across its car segments and it will only be having petrol models so whether it is in the small car segment like the polo gt or whether it is in the suv segment like the t-roc and the tiguan so they are, but they are also saying that they will wait and watch uh, what uh, consumer reaction is and they may or may not but that, that is still uncertain uh, consider diesel variants next year so that is the kind of reaction that uh, different car manufacturers are making for example tata motors is uh, having all new launches in diesel and petrol variants so there are manufacturers who are doing that as well you have a longish article on on tata motors uh, and you write that how it has reinvigorated itself uh, with a lineup of uh, uh, suvs and it has a royal heritage as such when it launched was it the first suv, uh, SUV in, in the country back in the 90s uh, the first one made by an indian maker yes, yes i yes. mean you did have imported ones if you could pay the money for getting an suv into the country but right. from an indian maker yes it was and how does uh, tata motors view uh, this segment so tata motors has a pedigree of making cars which are of this nature if you call it because uh, 25 years ago when the first sierra was launched uh, 26 years ago it was um, built on the body of a commercial pickup truck that they had launched in 1988 So in 1991 they took the body the chassis the framework of that pickup truck and they made a passenger box over it and made it into a passenger car the SUV segment is one of the fastest growing segments in the entire auto industry and consumers prefer SUVs for various reasons and as the market gets more and more uh, mature and it evolves you will have uh, sub segments so earlier you had just one category of suvs now you have compact suvs you have sub compact suvs you have large suvs which are in the uh, like the range rovers the land rovers that category of suvs so it's getting segmented more and more as uh, people want different things from their cars in even in these times uh, there are some 20 new suv models that will be to be launched mm-hmm. in india so there is indeed a market for these and people uh, you write that second time car buyers are usually usually prefer to upgrade themselves so there is a sizable market that companies are vying to chase correct so given that uh, small cars is a segment that is uh, kind of slowing down and the growth in 
the small car segment has been about 5% over the last say 3 years or so the suv market has grown by about 12% and uh, clearly there's a lot of excitement even among consumers because uh, they love the new models uh, the seating uh, capacity is high so you can carry your whole family the sitting position of the driver is much higher which gives them a sense of confidence on the roads and the higher ground clearance is uh, better for indian roads which can get notoriously potholed during the monsoon etc so given all these factors the interest in suvs of course is really high at the moment and no car manufacturer wants to be left out of that segment and in the interest of time uh, this, this last question i know it's a tough one uh, to answer is how do you see the immediate future uh, of this industry given the times that we are in well since uh, technically we are in the first day of the 21 day lockdown that uh, mr modi announced yesterday it is anyone's guess as to how long this uh, situation will last but frankly uh, given the number of models that were showcased at the auto expo in delhi uh, and also the fact that uh, the banking situation might be improving with the banks and with the amount of liquidity in the market or with the nbfcs the regulation coming in etc i i think it's a very personal opinion of course but i think maybe from the second half of this year things would be looking up All right on that optimistic note uh, Jasodara thank you very much for your time on this podcast thank you Abhishek thanks uh, and all you listeners you can get this on uh, forbesindia.com and on iTunes and to have someone call you for a Forbes India subscription message forbes to 51818